been a day. <laughs> the sun came up, madness, and it's going down. <laughs> and uh, you want to discuss what happened to Joey? Sure, yeah. Um, so I'm at work, and then it's, uh, what time was it? It was maybe three o'clock, maybe, and Amber calls me, and uh, or she texts me. She knows I'm at work. Um, she's like, yeah, Joey fell off his scooter and uh, did something to his arm pretty bad. We're taking him to the ER. I'm like, Shit. <sighs> How scared were you? I was nervous because we're down to one car right now. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And so I can't go anywhere. Yeah. I'm at work and they were supposed to be coming to pick me up when I when I got off. So I, I can't do anything. I think, all right, well, I'm just have to call like an Uber or something so they can meet me. And then um, I call her real quick and talk to her and he's like, Screaming, crying in the background. Bless. Um, he must have fallen pretty hard to yeah, fracture his arm. I think so. Yeah, they call it a bow fracture. I'd never heard of a bow fracture before, but um, apparently the the bone is in his forearm, kind of like bowed and splintered a little. <laughs> so they say nothing snapped all the way through. Yeah. But like he's got those fractures in his arm, and um, he he can't even straighten his arm out without getting into pain. So he, he's really? been walking around this now with this wrist uh, one of those kind of wrist uh, they give it to you for like carpal tunnel to keep yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah so uh, they they went to go take him to like an urgent care right here somewhere in Malden and they were closed which is <laughs> very convenient of urgent care <laughs> hope you don't have an urgent need <laughs> how urgent is it because we'll be back <laughs> I just got a mean nap brewing right now. Um, but then uh, they went to um, the pediatrician, and they have it. They they do X-rays there. Oh, now, perfect! So. so he got X-rays, and they said, "Yeah, you got some you got some fractures going on." Um, and then we'll find out what's going on with him at the um, orthopedic next week. But by the time they came and picked me up, mm-hmm. he's, he's fine. He's sitting in the back seat, cracking jokes and stuff. Yeah, kids are resilient like that, aren't they? Yeah, and then they're they're boys, both of them, so they're just gross in the back seat. Truth or dare, dare you eat a booger? Like just okay. First of all, I want you to know that like all children are gross in the back seat. Back seats are like the void of your car when you have children, right? Mm-hmm. It's like. Whenever I would clean up the back seat when Vivian was in a car seat, mm. I would pull the car seat out and there would be like this beautiful like little spot where the, the seat still looked new and everything around it just looked like vomit. Yeah, and it wasn't yeah. vomit, it was just this thing where it's like, it's just nastiness. Yeah. Yeah. It's disgusting. <laughs> Kids are gross. I feel um, like we would need like, a, like a, uh, an iron, like what do they call those like... Um, Scrubbers, those old school scrubbers that we used to have. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yes, yes. I'm Marissa. I'm the host of Women's Area Only. And today my co-host is... Joe Brangman. Okay. I am a project manager and photographer. I'm going to say photographer is more important. Yes, because that's your passion. (laughs) That's my passion. And passions are always more important. Mm. 
Mm. But we all have a job, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like, it's my passion to talk to people, so I, like, go out and do this. And people ask me all the time, they're like, so you send this off to get it, uh, to get it edited? And I was like, no. 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 You hold passions close. To yeah. Business. I'm like, why would I ever trust anybody else to make my voice what it is? I never yeah. want my podcast to be anything but real and like yeah. who I am. Yeah. So um, why would I ever do that? Exactly. Yeah. Plus, uh, sometimes we go on tangents, right? And this, and I, um, me and your wife, Amber, mm -hmm. uh, who was an earlier guest of mine, her and I went on a 20-minute tangent, and I cut it out of the episode, but I am going to make an episode where I've cut things that are still entertaining, but not necessarily where they've applied to the show that I'm doing sure, yeah. or the episode that I'm doing. So, I will, Amber, I will be putting that out because <laughs> it is so good. It was so funny. We had such a fun time, and then we realized about 20 minutes in, we are like, this has nothing to do. We need to move on from mm -hmm. this. Um, but yeah, I wanted to interview you. I'm honoring dads this month for Father's Day. Well, thank you. Thank you. And if there's anybody that I think of as far as a father is concerned, it's you. Oh, wow. Um, oh, wow. Because I think you, when you, did you listen to Amber's episode? I did, yes. There was a story that I told about you where you were disciplining your boys. Mm -hmm because they were fighting with each other. Mm -hmm. And it was probably the most loving discipline I'd ever seen. Because most of the time when you think of discipline, you think like, I'm gonna whip this kid's ass. Mm -hmm. um, or I'm gonna like, um, I'm gonna, you're gonna be in big trouble or there's like voices being loud. But you walk yelling. into a room with the two of those boys and you're not even above a whisper. You make them hug it out, mm -hmm. you make them love on each other, and then you walk away. Yeah. And it was one of the most solid dad moments I've ever seen. I was like, that is what a dad is supposed to look like. Yeah. So anytime yeah. that I think of you, that comes to mind. And it's just like this really beautiful moment, right? You share that with your sons. And instead of teaching them, oh, like a, maybe a heavy hand, you taught them with a heavy heart. I mm -hmm. really I really love that. I really yeah, appreciate, I appreciate that. I appreciate yeah. that, too. Yeah, they... Um, there, there, there are the moments where they, they push buttons and the voice can come up a little bit. But for the most part, Amber and I, we really kind of prided ourselves in just treating them like humans yeah. and not children. Amber and I talked about that too. Yeah, we wanted them to understand that you, we're not raising children, we're raising humans. Yeah. At, at some point, you're going to have to learn how to speak to people. So mm -hmm. let us at least start speaking to you how we think. Would be I a think good that's way great. I'm a huge advocate for that just because I do treat my daughter with a lot of freedoms. I think that other parents would see as, well, I would never do that. And mm -hmm. I feel like I can fully trust her um, just because we, there is a lot of communication between us, mm -hmm. right? And I think that that's the, the only way that you can do that. And I think people call it gentle parenting now. Mm -hmm. um, I guess they need to put a label on it. But I just honestly think whenever I think of my daughter and I think of my relationship with my mother, I wish I had somebody that was as loving and supportive. Sure. Yeah. Um, and I think it, it goes back, that all that stuff feeds in into your adult life as you continue to grow as an adult mm -hmm. and into your adult relationships. Sure. But your boys are so freaking hilarious. <laughs> yeah. They are so funny. They are wild. I th they make it hard to discipline them. Yeah. Because they're so goofy all the time. Yes. <laughs> so yes. I can fuss at I can fuss at the big one. I can fuss at Joey 
And then the little one would be like, am I going to get in trouble too? <laughs> what, what did I do? Like, yeah. it's, it's adorable. But it, they, they, they're goofy all the time. Yes. And very rare will they get into that serious of trouble that we have to have those big powwows. But um, I, I know I, I don't... My father was, was, was a monster. Yeah. And I didn't learn much of the gentle parenting from him. I got it from my mother as, as, as best we could. She, she worked a lot, so she wasn't always around. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I got from my dad was how to not be that dad. Yeah. And it makes it... I, I, I see where he rubbed off on me, and I, I see where I cannot rub off on them. Okay. If that makes any sense. So I'm glad that they're as goofy as they are. Yeah. Because they snap me out of it when I'm like when I'm frustrated. Yeah. You know, they snap me right out of it. Like, okay, all right, well, let me just. Okay, what happened? Let's talk about it. Yeah. If we can talk about it. We can get through this. But if it's it's if they're afraid of me then they'll run from me. Yeah. If they run from me, then they won't have the dynamic where we can talk and, and, and be humans together. You know? Yeah. So I, 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 love, I love that they're goofy because they snap me out of They're them. so funny. Yeah. They're the funniest <laughs> little kids. I really love hanging out with them. And I don't, I don't think they're, there's only like a handful of children that I get to have like interactions with throughout the day that like really are important to me and that make me feel special in return. Like it's easy to make a child feel special, mm-hmm. right? You kind of love them, you you congratulate them and it's easy or you call them, you know, cute or handsome and they're happy, but your kids truly make me feel warm and toasty every time yeah. I see them. They just like wrap their little arms around me. They're yeah. so excited to see me. So they, they're definitely uh, my mother's grandchildren because my mother has never met a stranger in her 72 years of life. And yeah. uh, it's 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 adorable watching them. Anybody say, hey son, go say hi to them, and it's a hug first before they say hello. Yeah. Um, they they love they love smiling at people and, and, and saying hello to people that we're not even paying attention to. So there's a little bit of danger there sometimes, but <laughs> <laughs> but well, I, I mean think it's really they're beautiful. so yeah. loving. They're so loving. Uh, because you're raising men to put out into the world mm-hmm. that are loving and compassionate. Yeah. And I think that, if anything, the world needs a whole lot more of that from any gender, but especially from men. Mm-hmm. I just don't think, I think that men are challenged at, at a very young age to be anything but emotional. Yeah. You know, yeah. whenever you really think about like what a definition of a man is, it's not necessarily. You don't hear things like, oh, he has to be emotionally equipped for yeah. the longest time. Like, no, he has to be hardworking. He has to have a heavy hand. Mm-hmm. And he has to be able to sh- be the head of household. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that you can do all of those things and still be gentle. Mm-hmm. And I think that you're a prime example of that. Okay. I think the relationship between you and your wife are, is absolutely she beautiful. Beats me. She beats me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she, she uses brass numbers. With oranges in a stocking, yeah, no, no bruises. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't think anybody would believe that. No. But uh, <laughs> they, 
the love between your family is just very beautiful. Yeah. Um, now, I met you here at TriFit, mm-hmm. and we met three years ago? Maybe more. Yeah, maybe three years. Maybe it's going on four. I think, yeah, because I've been here. I started here just a few months after they opened, so I've been here from... Yeah, you've been here way longer than me, Um, and then I think I got here three or four years. Yeah, I want to say I saw you in here, and I I think I found your your Instagram, Mm -hmm. and this is back when you had all of your... um, Bodybuilding? No, I actually found more of your, um, your modeling. Yeah, and that was that was kind of like my first kind of like nod into photography because I was blown away by your pictures. That one with you up on the the rocks with the dress and everything. Yeah, with the dress. Yeah, yeah. that one and the the one where you were floating. Yeah, in the air. I was like, that is. Wow. I had the, I had the coolest opportunities to work with on some like really cool projects, but I always like push the boundaries. So the photo of. Uh, the Milky Way Galaxy was at 2 a.m. in February. It was 32 degrees outside, <laughs> and I uh, you that that photo is a long exposure photo. Um, the long exposure photos you literally cannot even tremble. Mm-hmm. So I would hold yeah. my breath right before the shot got taken, and then he would say, "Okay, we're we're done." Yeah, and it was incredibly taxing yeah, incredibly taxing he was like he goes oh usually my models like quit in the middle of these and you know it's extremely difficult for them to sure, keep yeah. up so you did such a great job and I was like great thanks yeah. <laughs> I didn't know quitting was an option <laughs> um, but yeah that that photo is so, such an incredible photo yeah um, so yeah I I'd, I'd yeah, seen I just, all that yeah. and I hadn't really kind of noticed much of um, the, the workouts in here, but I was just, I was blown away by the art, and you hold, I, at least I find that, that that we tend to hold art and artists in kind of like a higher light, mm-hmm. because you, you in your photos, you're doing something that seemed unobtainable to me, right? So yeah. it's just you doing, like the floating thing, I, it, it, just you. So I'm, I see you, and I'm like, wow, she's cool. She, Holy shit, her show, like she looked incredible. Yeah, yeah, I was it wasn't until because you you look at something while you're next to it long enough. You don't notice the changes. Yeah. So I see her every day. I see her posing every day. It's I see so her go through the food and, that and all that stuff. That I was talking about that. Today. <laughs> yeah. But it was from the opposite point of view, from yeah. the wife to the husband. And all of this, I just watching her every day. It's 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 grand by the time we get to the stage, mm-hmm. but I don't notice the changes. And it wasn't until she came out of, well, I, I helped her tan, mm-hmm. and then it wasn't until she came out of the bedroom in the, the Airbnb we're in, in the suit, mm-hmm. where I was like, holy shit. Yeah. Like, it she put, did it. The package came yeah. together. Yeah. She did it. And then we were taking some, like, um, she was practicing and posing out on the balcony, so I was taking some like shots so she could see them. Mm-hmm. And it was hard to take the shots because I wasn't looking at the camera. I was looking at her and like, so they were like crooked shots and like, uh, I got to Let me take this one again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we we get there and you, you see all of the other bodies. Uh huh. And it, I'm I'm used to looking at her. Uh huh. And then I'm looking at everybody else as that kind of break from the norm, right? Yeah. To look at other people. 
And looking at their physiques, I'm like, wow, these people are really on their ache. And I look back at her again. I'm like, who's that? That's my wife. Wow, she's in this crowd. She's yeah. in this group. Like, she did it. She got to this point, and it's working. You know, yeah. and, and then watching her come out on stage with the lights and everything, Jeez, they make it so man. much better. And it blows my mind. And I, I still get to go back and look at some of the photos that they actually let me kind of sneak and take in there. Yeah. Because um, they're very much like you can't bring your camera in here. Right. Well, it's. Shots, but yeah. 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 You know, then, sporting events can be very competitive. Very much yeah. so. And as then, far as that's concerned. She did the, the, the pre judging. And then we got a break for a little bit, and we went to, it was in a hotel. We went to one of the hotel rooms, and I took some more photos of her, just mm -hmm. kind of like glamour shots. Um, and it was still just, it was the same level of, wow, yeah. looking at her, you know. It, it's, it's, it's so commendable. You know what's crazy about, and I use her as an example often, um, she decided to be her own, her own artist and carving out the clay. Absolutely. And I told her this. Whenever she started carving away, mm -hmm. I was watching her, watching her. And I've always admired her for because her and I have when when something inside of somebody is very similar to you, you can connect to it, right? Mm -hmm. You can you can feel it. There's like a pull there that you want to be part of whatever that person's community is because you're like, okay, she's who I would I belong with, mm -hmm. right? Even if it's just friendly or it's in that aspect it's like and I think you, you have the same pull to your partners as well like I had a pull to Anthony and like oh this person belongs in my life I belong in their life and so to watch her be her own artist and yeah. carve out her own body was yeah. the fucking coolest yes, process it absolutely ever was, and like yeah. honestly like it gives me chills even thinking about it now because like watching her day in and day out here mm -hmm. just mind-blowing yeah. like I got to watch her change and it was the coolest thing yeah. to be able to like work out next to her yeah yeah it, and I I'm, I'm very I'm very um, supporting of her and 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 all that but I'm very jealous of her too yeah because as hard as I go in the gym uh -huh. she owned her body yeah you know what I mean she she literally Anybody that's in the bodybuilding world, I'm, I'm, I admire so much because it is that art of yeah. sculpting and reapplying and then sculpting and reapplying. And she, and she did it. Yeah. And I had spent, we'd been, we've been together almost 16 years next month. Oh. And I'd been telling her since I'd met her, hey, you ever thought about doing like a bodybuilding show? And, no, no, I would never. You know, <laughs> <laughs> and then the two years it took her to get on stage, you could see it click in her head like yeah I found something and oh. I found my art and I'm good at it and I could see that confidence come up in her and yeah. it was it was beautiful and humbling and awe and sexy yeah the confidence was was it was so it was so sexy mm -hmm. and and not even just physically, but even just metaphorically. Yeah. Well, it's that draw, right? Yeah. It's that draw. Yeah. It's that, that power passion. that person has. You're like, 
I want to be a part of that. Yeah, I want to know that. Yeah, and you get to know that as her husband, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah, that pretty she cool. lets you hang out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she lets me hang out. And she loves my dad bod. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you got you got to. That's part of it, right? Yeah, yeah. How'd you guys meet? Oh man, um, two thousand seven, MySpace. <laughs> yeah, and she found me on MySpace, and I had just gotten out of really bad relationship and she found me on there and she saw my pictures and she's like he's cute but she had no intentions of talking to me so she just sent the friend request and wasn't uh-huh. gonna talk right so I come home and I see the request and I start looking through her pictures I'm like this yeah what's up girl I look at all her pictures like oh no you're going to talk to me you're going to talk to me so I messaged her immediately um, and I think we stayed on the phone from like eight o'clock that night till sunup. Bro, Just, that's the it, old school way, it, it really man. Was, yeah, and I mean it's... we talked about everything. Um, and when we met, she was just getting ready to go off to college. Oh. Um, and so she was going to USC in in Columbia here, and that's an hour and a half. I'm young. I'm I'm not balling. I don't have the money to keep driving back and forth. Yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. She's just now starting off in college. I'm starting college up here at Greenville Tech, and so our first four years was long distance, where we would see each other every maybe once a month, but you know, seven days out of the week we're calling and talking to each other. So we got to know each other really, really well. Yeah. Over That's four beautiful. Years. Yeah. And. Um, you can't replace that intimacy. No. Once you have that, like, you have that level of intimacy with somebody, mm-hmm. you're talking, you're having the conversations, you're still in love, long distance, all yeah. of that. I think that it, that can't be replaced. No, no. There is, it is hard-pressed to find things like that. Yeah. Now you hear people on dating apps and swiping, and this didn't really work out, but, yeah. I mean, MySpace. Yeah, MySpace of all places. Was she your yeah. top five or what? Uh, immediately. Immediately. Immediately, <laughs> right next to Tom, because Tom was cool. <laughs> yeah, her picture right there next to Tom. Yeah. yeah. Somebody um, said the other day, they were like, MySpace was so brutal because you could change your top five within <laughs> minutes, you know? Like, it was just so, like, immediately your yeah. friends knew exactly where they were in yep. your life, which mm-hmm. is so funny to yeah. me. I had a buddy of mine call me up because he's like, how come I'm not in your top five? And then my <laughs> Feelings were hurt. Like, yeah, it went to like top ten at one point, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, I'm not even in your top ten. I was like, yeah, because your breath smells. I didn't want to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know how to tell you, so I figured. No. <laughs> no. but but, um, yeah, I mean, and it's, that's been since 2007. Just, just We spend 90% of our time just talking. And it, it, it hasn't died in hasn't lost any kind of interest and we still crack each other up yeah and uh, I think the older she gets the goofier she gets yeah but, uh, I, like it. I think that comes along with the confidence right mm-hmm. like yeah. you kind of like start to get comfortable in your own skin and I'm yeah. starting to now hit that stride in my 30s and I know that like that sounds crazy whenever people are like but you're in your 30s you should have already mm-hmm. like you don't I, the, your 20s, like, you're just figuring shit out. Oh, like, yeah. It's just a checklist of, like, do I like this? Do I like that? Yeah. Do I like this? Do I like that? And you're just going through and trying all these different things. For sure, yeah. And then you're just like, I don't like any of that shit. I like this over here. So, yeah. um, 
it's really funny whenever people tell me they're like, it's, you're 36, bro. You should have already figured it out. I'm like, no, I'm no, still figuring no. out. There was this guy, uh, the, the, the world of social media is, is so, it's just clips now, right? But yeah. there was some the guy. Yeah. Thank you. There was this guy and he was in some interview and, you know, forgive me. I can't remember his name, but he said, this is a man that seemed to be in his 50s, maybe. And he said, um, your 20s are try everything. Mm-hmm. Your 30s are figure out what you're good at. Okay. Your 40s are make money at it. Okay. And then your 50s live with it. Yeah. And it was such a very kind of, like, that explains, That's, uh-huh. I needed a name to the confusion. Yeah, And then yeah, he yeah. did that, and I was like, okay, that makes sense. That's why the 20s were such a blur of madness. Yeah. Because it's just try everything. Oh, I don't know. Try it all, see what works. You know what's crazy is I had her in my 20s, mm-hmm. and I think that you guys were, you had your children much later, right? Yeah, well, yeah, I was 28. Amber's, Amber's three years, two and, two and change younger than me. Yeah. Um, so I was 28. Um, I'm 36 now. I'll be 37 in September. I had her when I was, I had just turned 24 and mm. then I had her a few months later. Mm. And I think that at that time, she's, my daughter's in the room, everybody, my daughter's <laughs> in the room. Um, I think that um, she's exactly what I needed. And I tell people that all the time. I'm lucky that I had her. She She's the only family that I have. Um, it was... I know for me, I, I can't necessarily speak for, for Amber, but I know for me, um, it's very important for me to have children. Um, it's the one thing that I wanted to be was a dad. Doctors and lawyers and, and fitness coach and photographer, all that kind of stuff was kind of dreams. Mm-hmm. But the one goal I knew I was going to reach was that I wanted to be a father and I wanted to be a father that was better than my father yeah um, by using what my father was um, but I knew that it was with Amber yeah I knew I wanted to be I wanted to reach this goal that's of my mine. baby mama this is my baby mama right here I yeah this is the woman I want to have children for. yeah I want my children to be the other half of this person. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best compliment you can give to somebody. Yeah. And be like, yeah. I want to make a, an us together. Yeah. Yeah. And then, you know, I, I, I spend every day looking her in the eye and telling her, you gave us two lunatics. <laughs> I thought you were going in a different direction. I was like getting Kleenexes out. <laughs> Telling her, like, this is my goal, and you gave me psychos. You gave me psychos. Thank you. I was like, let me get my clinic show. Hold on. I love that so much. Yeah. They're the best little psychos, though. Yeah, they are. All right. Speaking of photography. Okay. All right. Because you're a dad, you're a husband, mm-hmm. right? We covered those things. What kind of photography do you do? What's your favorite photography to do? Whoa. So I'm still kind of narrowing that down um my favorite is street photography that's just my passion that's my 
Is that like an action shot where people are just like walking around acting natural? Yeah, okay. that kind of stuff and like cityscapes and my biggest fascination is with lights, with different light fixtures and stuff like that. So, okay. um, I, I'm a terrible insomniac. Um, I, I run on two or three hours of sleep. I don't really sleep. That's, um, so you didn't, she didn't create lunatics, you did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, gotcha. sure. Gotcha. It's, it's, it's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after, after my bout with cancer, um, it got worse. And I was losing my mind. Why do you think that is? Do you think it was the medication? Chemo is, is awful. Chemo is, is great for getting rid of the cancer when it when it when it can, but yeah. the side effects and the, the, the length of time that you gotta deal with them is awful. It's actually um, like my fa- I lost my father. So he he lost his battle with cancer. During his chemo, he caught pneumonia and mm-hmm. it was downhill immediately. Yeah, he just your immune went, system is gone. Yeah, so yeah. he had went through a very large surgery to move a very large tumor and it was growing from like his throughout his body into his heart Mm. so they had to piece together his heart they had to cut part of his liver and then they're like okay now you're going on chemo but make sure you don't go outside because a cold will kill you yeah literally yeah Yeah. uh i know with mine was so i had non-hodgkin's lymphoma and at my age and the rate of success, I think it's like an 87% chance of success from oh, wow. my from like 18 to 60 some odd years. Is that not mind blowing to you that yeah. that stat is, is yeah. existing today? You hear that word and you think, I'm going to die, and then they tell you, it, you're not going to die. You, yeah. you, you got to live long enough. They're like, we have a McDonald's thing for this now. It's yeah, drive right. through. You come through, <laughs> get your chemo, and then go home. It's a martini. You yeah. just mix it all together and you're good. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it, so they wanted to attack it pretty aggressively to get it over with. Yeah. Because it was only stage one. Um, oh, you caught it early. Yeah, I had, uh, I had tumors right here. And they were they, they had all swollen up. It was about the size of an avocado in my, Damn. Uh, in my Um So they cut a couple of them out, mm-hmm. and they said, yeah, you got it. And we, um, we want to attack this really aggressive. So what they did was usually chemo, it's, you go in once a week. This one, they said, we're going to give you three weeks worth in one shot for nine weeks. Oh, my gosh. How so destroyed were you? three sessions. It was awful. So the first session, they said it would take six hours. It was nine hours. Oh. I had an allergic reaction to something in the cocktail. Oh, no. Because chemo is not just one thing. It's a mixture of stuff to prep you for the one thing. Right. And I had a reaction to something. Uh-huh. So they had to give me, like, a massive dose of Benadryl through an IV or through a a pick line mm-hmm. um, and then once that kind of went through and they started again it's like you ever eat too much and how uncomfortable you get when you Bro, eat too I'm much. I'm a power lifter, <laughs> right? yes. So you know what I mean, right? Especially on carbs. When you, yeah. you're overloaded on carbs. I'm like, literally, and I you don't know, pick up heavy like, shit and I put it down. Yes. So everything just hurts right now. Yes. I, can't, I can't breathe, yeah. I can't see. After my last meet, I was like, yeah, you gotta go somewhere, anywhere, right now. I gotta eat all the stuff food. until you cry. Yeah, and yeah. so it was that uncomfortable feeling for three weeks. Jeez. 
it never went away. It just it felt like I was constantly full. Is that because like your body holds fluid because of the yeah, allergic it's reaction? Stuff in there, yeah. yeah. And the, okay. the allergic reaction, and and then there were other things that that um, kind of kicked into. Um, I have AFib, and so the heart is constantly in and out. Um, and gosh, you were treading. Oh. Treading water, man. So <laughs> we did this first session, and. They get the Benadryl in, they start again, and they do this thing, it's called the, the, the Red Death. It's the chemical that kills the, the cancer. And they have to do what they call a slow push, where is everything is in this pick line in my arm, and it's all just kind of like an IV. Okay. This one, they have to actually push it in manually. Oh, gosh. And it's a 10-minute push, which means they're pushing it really slowly. Uh-huh. And that's the one that feels like somebody is turning up electricity in you oh. and you have to brace and it was 10 minutes of this and I could feel it the moment it entered in it was uncomfortable it was like being tased for 10 minutes that's awful um, yeah and wiped me out they give you a steroid shot in your arm that goes off the next day mm-hmm. um, and that lasts you for three weeks when I went in this pick line, when they put it in, they didn't use any special equipment. Uh-huh. They just cut a hole in my arm and shoved this thing in. And they didn't do it right. It took them 45 minutes to get this in. This sounds like a... It's so invasive. It's like so invasive. Pre... It's, it's like a horror movie, really. Yeah, I'm like, it's geez. like a horror movie. I'm like, this doesn't sound like um, current medical... Uh, yeah. If, treatment. Like. If, if you hear of anybody going through it, you, you, you hold their hand, you hug them, and you pray for them because it's not fun. Yeah. So they put this thing in my arm, and it's supposed to go right to my heart. Okay. And they ended up getting it jammed up in my armpit a few times, and they had to pull it back out and do it again. Oh, back out. And when they did that, they damaged the vein that they were going through. Uh-huh. That vein developed a blood clot. So I think it was three days after my first chemo session. Uh-huh. I felt the pain of the blood clot setting in. Oh, geez. And it was like a state record. We had to go to the hospital. I was boohoo crying in the middle of the night, like yeah. ugly face crying, sweating everywhere. <laughs> I couldn't put my arm down, couldn't put it up. I couldn't, I was I'll uncomfortable. Even, I've only mm-hmm. looked like that during labor, so I can't. That's what I would equate it to. It's yeah, like labor yeah. pain, and it won't go away. Um, and we get there, and they do this scan. They say, yeah, you got a massive blood clot. It's from, it's from your elbow to your heart. It's about about an inch above your heart, and they said it was like a state record apparently. Mm-hmm. Um, so they pull this thing out, and they put me on blood thinners, mm-hmm. and then they set me up to put the pick line in the other arm. Took them all of seven minutes, because they had the gear and everything like that, right? So yeah. way smoother. Yeah. Go for the next chemo session. I think it was like seven hours still, and it was. A lot smoother, but mm-hmm. the, the red death one still wipes you out. And then I had to do another session after that. So I'm home for three weeks. I feel miserable. The last two, maybe three days, I feel okay. Yeah. And then I go right back to it. And your kids are very young during this. Right. So Joey was, this was in 18. So Joey was three. And Sai had just been born. Um, he was crawling and maybe running around a little bit. But yeah. I couldn't hold them. I couldn't be with them. Oh, gosh. 
um, because of the immunity levels. I was in bed most of the day. Oh yeah, kids are gross, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, and for like the first couple days of chemo, they couldn't be around me uh-huh. because of how susceptible I was. Yeah. So it was just me in misery in the bed. All by yourself. With nothing. I couldn't, this arm was shot because of the blood clot and then uh-huh. the other one had the pick line where you can't pick up anything more than 10 pounds. So you're already feeling like shit and then you have to be the loneliest person in the world. Yeah, I can't, I can't pick my kids up. I can't even sit them with me because the little one, he might rip it out of my Oh yeah. Well, and I think that, I think Amber and I had that conversation as well about you where it's just like, oh, like my partner's down and now I have to support. Yeah, and she turned into a I, I, I get emotional every time I think about it with her. With The moment we found out, I, I lost it. I lost it. And this is before they said, you're going to be fine, right? But I lost it, and she, the first thing out of her mouth was, all right, what do we do? Yeah. Nothing else matters. She, her rubbing my back and not trying to, like, you know, like, it's going to be okay. It was, the first thing she said was, what do we do now? Yeah. To the doctor, and she was a pit bull for, you know, the nine weeks. And then yeah. the 18 days of radiation after that, it was, I owe her so much more than I can give her. I'll say that. Um, and I mean, we went through, <laughs> we went through some stuff when I was on it. I thought I was going to die at one point. Um, because after, after they, the, the blood clot, I was on blood thinners. Uh-huh. And... I don't know if it was the blood thinners itself or whatever, but there was one day in particular I had just taken a shot because I had to take them every day in my stomach. Mm-hmm. Um, I had to do them myself. I had just taken one and I sat down on the bed to kind of come down from it. And then the AFib kicked in and I had a full-on heart episode. Shit. And my heart jumped up to 225 beats a minute. And it was like 30 minutes. For 30 minutes. You, How scary is that? Because you just went through the situation terrifying. with your blood clot. Exactly. It's terrifying. So I, I, Amber just happened to come into the room. I said, you got to call the ambulance. I'm not going to make it. And she calls the ambulance. They show up. And they, they have, um, I think it's, what is it called? Um, Paddles? No. Uh, it's a chemical that they give you. Um, uh, I can't remember what it's called. But it, it, it slows your heart rate down. Okay. Um, and they needed to start an IV to give it to me. And I'm on blood thinners, so my veins said, no, it's yep. not happening. So they tried here, blue. Tried here in my arms, blue. They were trying in my hands, and each vein they found in my hand, it blew, so my hands were starting to swell up now because everything was blowing. And they managed to finally get one in, but, I mean, it was... This is within that 30 minutes of the, the, the panic of it. And I remember telling Amber, it's like, honey, I think you have to go get the kids. Yeah. So I can say goodbye. Yeah. You know. Oh, shit. That's so scary. I was, that, was, that was so scared. You know, and luckily they managed to get one in my hand on the pinky. They had yeah. blown all of them but that one. And they yeah. managed to get it in. And it was like five minutes and then it kind of brought me down. I'm scared yeah. right now. <laughs> it was, I'm it was, living it with you right now. That is so scary. It was rough. And, you know, when you when you have those moments like that, it, it, it you have to be thankful that you have 
family. Yeah. I'm, I'm thankful that I have my goal at this point. You know, if I, if I had died, mm-hmm. I'd reach my goal in life, was to be a dad. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And thankfully, you know, by, by God's good graces, I'm still here. Yeah. And I can still wrestle with my kids. I can watch them in their Taekwondo class. They got their yellow belts yesterday. And, Sweet. you know, Joey breaking his arm, same arm he broke the boards with yesterday. And, you know. <laughs> How <laughs> but, about it, man? Right? Yeah. How cool is that? And, you know, I, 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 I could have missed all of that. Yeah. Um, so I'm thankful that I had to go through that, but I deal with the side effects still. Yeah. And one of them was that it brought my insomnia out to like the maximum. Yeah. So all of this story, by the way, folks, was to get to why I do the That's a, photography. I'm telling you, the tangents, <laughs> the tangents. Um, so I couldn't sleep one night and we had this camera and we had started a YouTube channel years ago. And so I just grabbed the camera and I said, honey, I'm going to go take a walk. And I just walked downtown Greenville in the middle of the night for hours. Wow. For, I mean, I was out there maybe four hours, just Jeez. walking around, taking pictures in the middle of the, it was like a Monday, so there's nobody around. Oh, it's a ghost town, yeah. And it's creepy, but it's beautiful. It's yeah. like It's like walking in a ghost town. Yeah. And, I mean, the the homeless people were the nicest out there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I'm walking by them, and I'm like, hey, man, that's a really cool shot that you're just trying to get right there. Yeah, and they, yeah. Um, and that helped me kind of come to terms with, there's something I can do while if I can't necessarily go to sleep when I want to, I can do something that means something while I'm awake. Yeah. And that got the photography thing going. Um, and so I'm most passionate about street photography, but I love art in general. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I want to do more event photography, but I'm enjoying doing more portraits right now yeah. of, of people. Your prompt yeah. photos are so beautiful. Thank you. Those Thank you. those freaking kids, like I'm like <laughs> these kids just have no idea. If I showed you my prompt photos, you'd be like, "Who the hell took these?" <laughs> I didn't it's even a, go to my amateur. prom. I didn't even go to my prom. No. No, I was I was I was not a cool kid in school. Uh, <laughs> I went with my best friend. Like four of us went. We had the best time. Yeah. We were there maybe ten minutes and we left. Yeah. Like we went to a couple after parties. Just had the time <laughs> of our life. And I think that in high school I was too busy. I was too focused on leaving town mm. to really like date and enjoy yeah. that kind of thing. I sure. was like, I need to get the hell out of here. I grew up in this little shit town in Kentucky, <laughs> so I was like, I got to get the hell out of yeah. here as soon as possible. Um, and I think that there's a lot of people out there that like grow up in these little shitty towns where they're like, I gotta get, I gotta get away from these people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so yeah, I was like too. So my friend, my girlfriends and I, my poor girlfriend, that one of them, she just got broken up with right before. Birth. Wow. <laughs> she nice. found out like her boyfriend was cheating. It was a whole drama. You know oh, how high wow. school is. Yeah. Instead of like. I was like, come on, I'm, I'm going to take my other best friend from another school and you can just come with us and the four of us will go together. And she's like, okay. So, yeah, we just all went together. It was the best time. Wow. We had the, we had the best time Love ever. It. That's yeah. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I, I never went to mine. Uh, nobody cool wanted to go with me. And you didn't I have was any the... friends that just broke up with somebody? So. No. No. I, and, you know, at the time, I was... I. We moved to America in 01, 
Uh-huh. And from where? Bermuda. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born and raised in Bermuda. So I was 15, so we moved right into high school. And we went to... Oh, in your most awkward stages of your life. Yeah, yeah. We moved to the United States when I was probably three or four. Yeah. So we were pretty much acclimated. Gotcha. Yeah. It, it took a while, and it, it's uh, American culture is totally different. And I didn't, I didn't feel like I fit in right away. Yeah. And I, I became the, the mimicry of my mom with everybody's, uh, I, don't, I don't know a stranger. And... It, and it, that's very off-putting in high school. Very much so. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. So I wasn't, I didn't feel comfortable asking anybody, hey, you want to go to prom with the tall foreign kid with a funny accent? <laughs> <laughs> that's yeah. Because right, you don't have an accent now. It's, it's kind of watered down yeah, a little bit. It, yeah. it comes out here and there, but for the most part, it's, it's I'm more American now than I am Bermudian. But yeah. It, um... Yeah, I didn't feel cool enough to go to the prom, so I never went. Yeah. And um, it, it was cool because those kids in the prom, they're Amber's cousins. Oh. Or or the boy's Amber's cousin. Yeah. And he asked me, he said, hey, Big Joe, could you do me a solid? Of course, would love to. So yeah. all of those were shots that I didn't know what prom shots really looked like because I didn't really... Oh, that's probably why them. they're so good. Yeah, I didn't want to do, I guess, what that's they expected That's why they're so shots. good. Yeah, because I was like, because these don't look like prom shots. These are, like, really cool. Yeah, combos. I wanted, and, you know, he was he was so nice to think of me for it. Well, Most of the time, it's like it. someone standing behind somebody yeah. with their arms around. It's so yeah. awkward, you can tell. Awkward like there's posing. Some, yeah. It's can't like, be too close because the parents are yeah, watching. Yeah, like, and, I can see you. Keep your hands off my daughter. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and so I wanted to give him some cool stuff. And I love love that kind of stuff. Yeah. I love doing Her dress is so beautiful. Yeah. That orange. Yeah. It looked and like fire. There was I wish I had recorded it or I had somebody there that could record it, but I had her doing like twirls in uh -huh. it for some of the shots so I can get the dress kind of flowing. Yeah. And it would have been really cool to catch a video of her doing it cuz right. the sun was like backlight. Oh, she was gorgeous. Yeah, yeah. it was like like um They looked like moths legit models. Flying around yeah, it, yeah, like the twinkles yeah. and stuff. It was so cool. Yeah. It was so cool. But yeah, I love that kind of stuff. Okay. So I think I'm gear. I, I I put myself out as an event photographer, mm -hmm. but I love artistic portraiture. I don't want to just take the same kind of run of the mill portraits and stuff. I want to do like artsy kind of stuff. Yeah, you know? I think that's really important. like yours. Yeah, is, yeah, yours. Yours is what I was like. I wish I I wish that I was as talented. I just showed up and they were like, stand there, and I'm like, okay. Um, but if anybody knew how much work it went into those shots, because there's literally like three or four people sometimes at those shoots. Mm -hmm. Somebody is tossing up a, a piece of fabric and somebody else is lighting and somebody else is doing this and you're just standing extremely still. Mm -hmm. That's all your job is. Yeah. And so whenever people are like, oh, that shot's so amazing, I'm like, you don't know. <laughs> that is the most psychopathic. It's thing a I mini ever did. movie production. Yeah, I'm just like this is the, the it it's insanity the yeah. the how much work goes into those yeah. types of shots. But I if you can capture kind of a moment in like that, like that's forever. Yeah, it's yeah. forever. That's I think that's what I like is is capturing art forever. Yeah, it's, it's such a beautiful thought. And yeah, it's it it's really one is. thing to have, and people have that appreciation, but have having the appreciation of seeing a moment and committing it to memory mm -hmm. but it's a whole nother thing 
Yeah, not that one is better memory, than the other, but it's a whole another thing of of seeing that moment frozen. Yeah, forever. Permanency. Yeah, on your wall or yeah. in a photo album or something. Because like human that. memory isn't the same. Like mm-hmm. in any time that I go back into my memory, was it a red dress? Was it a blue dress? Was it this? Was mm-hmm. it that? Was sky raining? Was it not? And there's all these different factors in your brain, kind of like is like, well, maybe it was raining that day, mm-hmm. and then somebody else will remember it as sunny. Yeah. But whenever you have photo it's undeniable right yeah yeah it was it was very very well i'm glad you went through it because like i said it was my inspiration for sure yeah thank you (laughs) i'm like how could i ever be that to anybody i have no idea i never i've always had a fascination with photography but never like dived deep into the cool things you can do with it until i saw yours i was like that was that was also shot on a sony awesome i love sony i love sony so, um, I so I saw that and I was Sony. like, I gotta do that. I want to yeah. do cool stuff like that. Yeah. So that's, I'm working my way to it. You'll get it. You'll get it. I've got, uh, <laughs> I just booked the ninja shoot Ooh. next weekend. I'm going to be shooting a live ninja. Which there you go. Yeah. I'm excited to see the photos <laughs> from that. It's I'm excited to try cool. it. You know, it's going to be fun, but you know, following so, the passion is fun. What about goals for this next several years? What do, what, do, what do you have planned? Ooh, so as far as me or photography in general? or Whatever, both. Um, honestly, I want to keep snowballing photography. Um, I would love to get my own studio. I think that would be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, if I had my own studio, that would be a lot more fun for the art projects. Um, and yeah, it'd be, it's a controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then um, eventually building like a, a media team that we can kind of, you know, have like a team of people that covers a good range of media presentations. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that would be next few years. I think that would be good. Okay. As far as photography goes. Yeah. Other than that, I'm just going to be hanging dad. out. I'm just going to be a dad. Just gonna hang out, be yeah. a dad. Yeah. Just be the coolest dad. Yeah. <laughs> Date my wife a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> She's awesome. She's yeah. amazing. Um, and I got to, I think I told you the other night when you you heard me going, you got this bitch, and then you you came in and go, I, you do got this bitch. I, I can't remember what you said exactly. <laughs> oh it no. Was really really funny. I wanted you. You I said you, you're a badass up. bitch. You're oh yeah yeah. I was hyping up Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a badass bitch. I want to be a badass bitch. Yeah, of course you can be. Of course you can. Yes, I can. I think that we have a really beautiful community here. I I love it. I love love that um, Cam and I do a lot of talking whenever she's just really exhausted. Or she'll see that I'm really exhausted and she'll go, you're doing awesome. Mm-hmm. You're doing great. You're such a badass. And so yeah. I get to do that for her every once in a while. Yeah. I mean, she's like the Energizer Bunny. I don't know how she does it. But yeah, yeah. Um, I get to do that for her yeah. every once in a while. So I love this place too because it's, it's you, when it comes to like pushing yourself in anything that you do, right? Everybody's looking for motivation. Yeah. And this place is not motivation, it's a place that screams discipline yeah and that discipline is motivation man the athletes here are just 
I and even the non-athletes like the mm-hmm. non-athletes like I like Cam is a non-athlete but she comes in here and she busts her ass yeah. like I'm telling like I don't know anybody in the gym that works harder than her yeah to she's be a monster out yeah. there I love it and people look at her and they don't assume that because she does it for herself she doesn't do it to be big or small or this yeah she just does it because it feels good to mm-hmm. her and even when it. she's dog tired and I come in I'm loud yeah, I yell at everybody when I. Come I love in. it. I think it's great. Yeah, and Anthony I, and I were talking about that. And he's <laughs> like, "Yeah, Joe's just like Joe." Yeah. Yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta express myself when I come in here. But every time I walk past her and I can see the camera's just like worn out. Yeah. I always hold a hand up for a high five, and she gives me the hardest high five out of anybody committed, I've man. ever met. And she's I was like, committed. "That's that's my doll right there. I love yeah. her." <laughs> All right, so I have everybody give a sign off. Okay. Sign off. Um, don't pee in the wind. Um, <laughs> if you cut your toenails, don't do it on the bed, because that's just rude. Uh, <laughs> no. Um, please uh, like and follow uh, Women's Area Only, because this is fantastic. It's it's inspirational, she and I need uh, I, I need more of this in my life. Um, in fact, it's, I'm going to be starting a podcast and you're going to be on there. Oh, yeah, you're going to be. Okay. Crossover. Me and, me and little Joe, we're going to be doing it. Um, and (laughs) we call him, we call him the other Joe. So we don't give him a complex, but he calls him, he's allowed to call him little Joe. Yeah. We, I used to call him big Joe. (laughs) (laughs) I used to call him big Joe. And then I saw his legs, I saw his legs and how his legs bend backwards. I said, no, I'll call you. <laughs> Got legs, legs like a parentheses. <laughs> we call we call him we call him Tall Joe. We call the other one Short Joe, but yeah. don't tell Joe that because we just call. We just, I'll tell him. Where's Tall Joe? I'll text him. <laughs> I hope he does. I hope well, he does. He'll go out and tell him. It doesn't matter. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Um, and also give me some likes and follows on my photography page. What um, is your photography page? I have two. I have one is called Joe Brangman Photography, and the other one is called the I Complex. The the letter I Complex. Um, that's where my street shots are. I'll be tagging your accounts. Sweet. Um, also, uh, Progeny Fitness page is if you want to see workouts and funny stuff. Yes, <laughs> funny the funniest stuff. Um, all right. Well, thank you so much for doing thank this. Thank you. This is Happy awesome. Father's Day. Thank you. It's, it's coming late. Obvious. Well, no, it's this Sunday. Is this Sunday? Yeah. It's okay. This Sunday, yeah. Yeah. But your episode will be released not next week, but the week after. Sweet. Because it's like the entire the entire month. Dads, awesome. dads, dads. Awesome. Um, and I I really get to dedicate like time to men. Um, because like there's so many women that I want to interview. <laughs> That's why I started this podcast. No, I love right? it. Keep going. Um, because I think that it's super empowering for women to talk about themselves, and I think that they rarely do. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and they in in uncom- in depth anyway. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I it's love cool. That. I got to spotlight some dudes. Yeah. Thanks for doing this with Thank me. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> this is cool.